Hey, AJ. <laughs> oh, God. What? What do you want? Let me open my locker to talk to you. Hold on a second. <laughs> this is like a locker talk every single time before the show. It really is. Hold really on. I've got my uh, <laughs> shit. What's it? I got my Tiffany Amber Tyson poster. Ooh, say by the bell. <laughs> yes. Nice, nice. Yeah, I got my Zach Morris poster from that back then too. <laughs> Good shit, man. Good shit. Did, did, did the people did people ever actually get thrown in lockers, or is that just like a thing they did in movies? I don't. I've always wondered about that. <laughs> it, it seemed like it seems like it's been really exaggerated, but it but it did sound like you know. You know, growing up in the seventies and stuff, if you were like a nerd, maybe that happened or picked on. But I mean, I saw days confused. Know, that that was all real, right? Right? That yeah, was, that, I was that. so <laughs> terrified my first day of high school, and like I got there, and like it was totally cool. Like everyone was super cool, and I'm like, what the hell, man? All what's all this like? What's all this like lies about like your first day of high school being like horrible? I, I mean. Cause, cause it was, I mean, it was horrible. It was for the rest of us. <laughs> All right, man, let's, let's start the show. This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We've them live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Oh, God, it's going to be one of those days today. I'm sure you'll let me know. Somebody in the chat will let me know. But we're here, so it is uh, 6 p.m. Eastern, live right here on YouTube. You know what that means. If you're watching it right now, not later, but who knows, because if it's later, you won't know that it's later, unless you look at the clock, and then it's later. Or you can just <laughs> you can just listen to us on any podcast service of your choice, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, you know, Spotify, anything like that. Tornadoes meowing in the background, so meows on my end. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole, and this guy over here, my hetero life mate, AJ from the Underground, PSVR Underground. What is up, Brian? What is up, Game Cats? And ugh, the VR grid. Who's in here? Ugh, oh, not the grid. Guy. Everybody <laughs> hates the grid. Yeah, Why can't we everybody... turn off the grid? Everybody hates the Blue Grid, man. Happy Monday, and we are here to make your Monday suck just a little bit less. <laughs> Tips are coming in right off the bat. Looper the Underground Game Cat with the two euros says, "Why do I need? Not, why don't I see uh, Lady? Do you know how to pronounce that? The versus Nipple Eight Lady." Demetrius, Demetrius, Demetrius. The answer is no. I haven't played the game. I'm waiting for the (laughs) VR. I'm waiting for the VR version. So I've avoided all and everything Resident Evil Village that I can possibly that I can. Yeah. On the other side of the fence, we got Bell Ramio, the game cat with the five euros. Says Minecraft on the thumbnail, eleven out of ten. Was Minecraft on the thumbnail? It was subtle. I knew you wouldn't approve if I if I didn't if it was like right there before sentence. Yeah, I definitely Um, wouldn't have. Do you hate it? When I call you my hetero life mate, I always feel like I, out of the corner of my eye, I see you go. <laughs> no, of course not. All right, cool. Just, just wondering, <laughs> you know. So I'm, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big Kevin Smith man, and uh, not. It's funny. I'm not a huge fan of Kevin Smith stuff. I just like Kevin Smith. Like I, lo- I love like watching him talk for hours on end. Um, but, you know, Clerks is fine. All, all rats, all that stuff is great. But like, I'm just a fan of Kevin Smith. Not really Kevin Smith works. So that's the last movie went was pretty bad. I don't know what it was. I don't remember what it was, but it's supposed to be pretty bad. I'm a fan of Kevin Smith too, and the Clerks, and uh, you know, uh, Mallrats. Did, did some you of those old movies. Uh, is that Kevin Smith movie? Yeah, I just watched it for the first wow. time like 
a week or two ago, and I was like, with this Justin is fucking, Long, yeah, I was like, this is fucking oh my disturbing. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like human centipede ish territory uh, with that one. Um, didn't enjoy that one a whole lot, but it certainly is burned in my brain forever. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I don't. it's certainly not a movie I'm going to go recommend to anybody. I'm not going to be like, oh, you want a good horror movie? Go watch Tusk. I'll be like, if you don't want to sleep ever again, <laughs> Tusk. Uh, all right, you guys. Guys, we have uh, a ton of stuff to talk about. I just want to first give a huge shout out, of course, everyone who supports us on Patreon.com slash Without Parole Games. Uh, if you're a $3 plus uh, subscriber or supporter, uh, your name is on that list below. And also, you have access to voice chat over on Discord. Discord, however, free to everybody. So make sure you join us on Discord. Click the link in the description below. Uh, join us over there. That's where all the coolest cats hang out 24-7. Uh, and sometimes I'm there, too. Not cool. Uh, before we get started, Brian, can I say something real quick? Um, one of our best friends, one of our biggest supporters uh, for a long time, uh, which you know him as Donatello the Scientist Game Cat, um, he is currently... Uh, in the hospital right now, um, and he is scheduled to have surgery soon. Tomorrow, uh, so, so um, yeah. So, uh, if you're listening, uh, Josh, love you, man, and and I hope you have a speedy recovery. And would really appreciate you know all the cats send uh, send Josh all your love and your best wishes and and a hope for for a speedy recovery. Um, we're thinking about you, dude. Yeah, for sure. If you're religious, pray for him. If you're not religious, send positive vibes out there into the universe. Because yeah. uh, when uh, when one of us is hurting, man, we're all hurting, and uh, yeah. we never we never like to see anybody hurt. We see uh, pe- people are always. You're trust me. When if you are out there and you've ever said, "Hey, you know, I got to go to the hospital for this," or "Hey, I'm suffering from this," like I think about you a lot, right? You're I'm, yeah. you're always in the back of my mind, going, oh, "Man, I, I hope that person's okay. I hope they're doing all right." Uh, and this uh, Josh is obviously. Uh, the most recent example of that. So yes, killer absolutely. fucking dude. Yeah, killer thank you, AJ, dude. for bringing that to everybody's attention. Appreciate that. Yeah, man. Um, all right, man. Well, uh, let's get this show running. We've got a lot of uh, we've got a lot of things to talk about. Actually, we've got some uh, some quest games coming to PSVR two that have been announced. We've got uh, we've, we're going to be talking quite a bit about uh, if there could be a potential system seller for PlayStation VR two. Uh, but first, we got to talk about. The Global Game Jam uh, 2022, uh, where, you know what? Uh, It's time to Global Jam. (laughs) I don't know the Space Jam theme. Come on. I don't don't think I've ever seen Space Jam. Game Jam. All right. You never saw Space Jam? I think there's going to be people in the comments crucifying me. I know it. Moving on. Moving on. (laughs) Next topic. (laughs) No. Uh, Yes. Uh, Have you ever heard of the Global Game Jam, Brian, before? Uh, I mean, I've heard of game jams before. Uh, I don't know if global yeah. the global game jam like ever stood out to me for any particular reason. It does stand out to me for a particular reason this time around. Uh, but uh, but we'll get to that. Uh, let's uh, let's 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 educate everybody on what global game jam is uh, by heading on over to their website and discussing it. Uh, why don't you Why don't you hit us up with uh, their about us page, AJ? I got this. The global game jam. Uh, GGJ is the world's largest game creation event taking place around the globe, typically at physical locations. A game jam is essentially a hackathon focused on game development. It is the growth of an idea that in today's heavily connected world, we could come together, be creative, share experiences, and express ourselves in a multitude of ways using video games. It is very universal. 
The weekend stirs a global creative buzz in games while at the same time exploring the process of development, be it programming, uh, uh, iterative design, narrative exploration, or artistic expression. It is all condensed into a 48-hour development cycle. The GGJ encourages people with all kinds of backgrounds to participate and contribute to this global spread of game development and creativity. Yeah, uh, the next paragraph is actually the um, what, what will clue you into what uh, game jams are actually all about. <clears throat> and uh, it says, the structure of a jam is usually that everyone gathers on Friday late afternoon, watches a short video keynote with advice from leading game developers, and then a secret theme is announced. All sites worldwide are then challenged to make games based on that same theme with games to be completed by Sunday afternoon. Uh, in January 2022, January 2020, we had a record-breaking year with 934 locations in 118 countries. And uh, to- in total, they created 9,601 games in one weekend. Um, wow. Yeah, and, and so they're continuing That's to do that. That's a lot of games. Right? And, uh, and even with the pandemic going on right now, it seems like, uh, it seems like Game Jam 2022 uh, has 666 locations. I'm, they stopped... That's a perfect number. Don't go. No more. No more. We don't care. No more. No more applications will be accepted. Um, and so, and so, this is again. It's all about uh, developers kind of flexing that creative muscle that sometimes they don't get to do at AAA studios, where they're just like, "You got to make the graphics for this section, or you got to do the coding for this thing over here, or you got to you have a very specific job and doesn't lend to a lot of creativity." Uh, and so, but global game jams or game jams in general are all about creativity. And so. You got all these teams making all these games over a very, very short amount of time. AJ, why do we care about this specific game, Jim? Well, because amongst uh, some of the sponsors, Sony Interactive Entertainment has partaken uh, in in this event, and they've sponsored their challenge that is called Be Visionary. And the uh, description of this says that uh, with with the uh, SIE challenge is to enable VR support in your game and slash or implement eye tracking capabilities as part of your gameplay. Very interesting that they're that they're kind of prodding with this here, wouldn't you say? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you are if you're Sony. And you're saying, hey, we're trying to push VR forward. And one of the things we love about video games, as they always have ever since they first got on the scene with PS1, they've always loved this sort of like really weird niche indie aspect of gaming. They've always just been like, I mean, we, we got games like Vib Ribbon back on PlayStation 1 uh, and, and Mr. Mosquito oh, and Mad Maestro. Right? <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, seriously, Deep Cuts. So, like all this weird shit. And like, and even on, they, they, they kind of seem to get away from it a little bit on PlayStation 4. But that's because I don't think, I don't think crazy weird indie games needed attention anymore. Like they were just able to publish their games on the PlayStation 4. There were tons of them. And so you didn't really need Sony support anymore. Uh, right. But this kind of gets back to it, right? This sort of gets back to Sony saying, "Hey, we want to we want to nurture that creativity, and if you have something that you think would be very cool to do in VR, especially with eye tracking, well, then we've got the perfect headset to showcase the thing that you know we want you to experiment with, and that's the PlayStation VR two, obviously." Yeah, it's it's a really smart idea on their part to get some ideas to see, you know, basically. Have how many people attend this thing? Like, I mean, essentially, 
Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's there's six. There's gonna be there's like, like six, that- seven hundred locations all around the all around the globe. Right. So it's like thousands and thousands and thousands of of different ideas of of kind of probing a development crowd, an audience uh, of different ways you can innovate. I mean, that's one thing I've always loved about Sony is you always find them innovating and being creative and taking risks and and always finding ways to. Uh, try something different with games. And I think that's, for me, that's why I've always stuck around for so long because I, I get a lot of new things, new experiences. And, uh, you know, PlayStation VR 2 and eye tracking is going to be one of the newest ones. Now, let me ask you something, Brian. Can you pitch me a game real quick that uses oh, eye tracking? <clears throat> okay, it's a dating sim, all right? <laughs> now- <laughs> if you look down, If you look down a little bit, you, uh, you lose, right? You lose some points. No, no, it's like you, you get you get a flirt, right? But 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 flirting is all about eye contact, not too much, not too little, right? And so if if you see a girl or guy across the room, and uh, you get you get you do one of these, <laughs> <laughs> but but if you hold the look for too long, they're like ooh, fucking creepo, right? And they like walk away. But if you do it just long enough, and then you look away, and you're act all coy and shit, you know, then like it's. I don't know, man. That's just part. I, I like dating sims. <laughs> I, I think the visual novels are <laughs> you awesome. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. Um, those games, those Japanese, those uh, certain games, those dating sim games are meant for you. I, I realize this now. Oh, yeah. No, I'm the guy that keeps the stare too long. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, you could you could use that in a uh, bunch of different scenarios. You could have it. Where like you're you're going through maybe a bad neighborhood and you happen to see some people with some uh, tattoos and symbols of certain types and maybe if you stare at them too long they come and chase you. Yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> you know, or like or only the or only the characters that you're talking to, you know, when you look at them are making eye contact back at you, right? So instead of everyone just like kind of having the same glare, uh, everybody's. I mean, at least I, you're creative and innovative. I I was just like I was actually thinking about it. If I if I really thought hard about it, I think I could think of something cool. But I instead I just the first thing I thought of was just like um, like football, like like uh, you know throw like playing a quarterback or something, and where you look is where is kind of like where it throws to. Um, I think we can all sleep well tonight knowing that that wasn't the first thing I thought about. Football. <laughs> yeah. What if you? Were, what if there was a Superman game and you could shoot lasers out of your eyes and instead of having to like move your head, you could just boom, boom, boom. Like yeah. kill. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Well, it's going to be really interesting to see how eye tracking is utilized as an input for gameplay. Um, and right. it's again a very very sneaky way on Sony's part to probe a large audience uh, of different ideas and and things. And I'd imagine that. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if if they learned. This is like I look at this as them kind of like their research and development department, kind of looking at these uh, different ideas and whatnot. Yeah, no, I I mean, I mean, sports definitely have a a ton of applications here. Yeah, we've been so focused on like the the rendering techniques that we'll use. Uh, eye tracking foveated rendering will team up with eye tracking so well in order to cut down the processing power in order to make games look good but yeah but games that actually just use eye tracking there are going to be games that don't require that extra processing power right that are going to be like smaller games and that will the gameplay will actually be part of or eye tracking will be part of the gameplay and yeah we were just talking about who is the developer uh oh it was, it was io interactive right who was saying you aim with this hand and you throw with the other right right now you, right. Hey, now you aim with your eyes like whatever target exactly. you're looking at 
So. Yeah, that's one of the most immediate things uh, you can definitely think of is like aim assist. Um, that's throwing in VR. I don't care what platform you're on. Mm-hmm. It is up to the developers to get the throwing right because I've played games on VR and Quest that have all both had good games that have had throwing uh, and bad games uh, or games with bad throwing. Um, and so, yeah, I think I really hope to see eye tracking be because you're always just you're always looking at something and you go Ugh! and then, and then what what happens? It like flies up beside you, it drops it next to you. It never seems to work right. So I think uh, definitely some eye tracking would be great for some throwing mechanics. But but it can go it can be so much more than that though, you know. Oh, absolutely, and I, and I don't think I don't think either of us sitting here, or anybody in the chat, is going to really understand what eye tracking is capable of until you know, we start seeing it implemented in games. And we may not even know for years uh, just, just how useful it can be uh, or, or, or the different implementations. Implications. And I was like, there's not enough syllables in that word for the thing I'm saying. Implementations. Implementation. Of impl- implication. Implications of implementations. Yeah. I remember that one. I had to practice hard for that one. I, I don't even know um, what that means. <laughs> we got uh, we got um, Looper, the underground game cat with the five years in the chat says once again angels in Doctor Who are the perfect application for eye tracking same for stone monsters in dread halls etc yeah horror games big time uh, the end of uh, Blair Witch if you guys played Blair Witch VR uh, that's another one where uh, you don't want to be looking at things if you don't have to AJ when we were putting the show together today you said hey I checked out this thing in dreams uh, but I have no idea what it is uh, but I'm about to show the trailer why, or your gameplay of it. Why don't you tell me all about it, AJ? Well, let me tell you a little something about Dino DNA, Brian. Um, there is a uh, creator in Dreams. Dreams continues to showcase why it is just awesome in so many different ways. Now, this isn't really a game, so this isn't like you uh, the usual thing I talk about. But it's just so damn impressive that I had to. And that is uh, Chronoticon, or Chronoticon, uh, is a dreams creator. Um, he made, if you remember early on, he, he did make some early dinosaur stuff where like, it was some of the first VR stuff I tried in dreams where you're sitting in a jungle and a, and a T-Rex's head pops out and uh, velociraptors run by and stuff. And it's really cool. Just scenes is really what he specializes in. And, uh, he has made a T-Rex and I think it's just called T-Rex roar. Um, but it's essentially like almost a perfect rendition of the uh jurassic park one t-rex and you'll probably be seeing the footage now man and holy shit (laughs) the detail on this thing is absolutely incredible do you get any closer to it so that's the thing is like it it it, you can't you can't get up and walk around. I want to talk to him and whatnot and see. <laughs> hey, let us let us get really up close and personal with this thing. Like I want this thing roaring in my face, but it's still right now. Even though he just added the VR support, it's still super super impressive. Um, and there's even a little footage at the end uh, of of the video I posted where um, you can you can kind of see it and. And it, it, it's without VR because, you know, flat screen never does VR justice. When you're trying to watch VR, it always looks way better to that person in the headset. And such is the case kind of here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree. It would be cool to be able to get a little closer, but still just amazing 
uh, model that's in here, and I had to had to give it a shout out. Yeah, Dreams just keeps getting better and better. Or I, I guess I should say the Dreams creators keep getting better and better. Uh, they're constantly, uh, you know, upping the ante and delivering better looking games and better playing games and bigger, longer games. Uh, you know, one of the complaints early on was that oh, these are just like short tech demo kind of things um, or experiences, and we're getting longer and longer games. Games that, you know, if, if a game comes out on PlayStation VR and it's three three hours, we're like, yeah, it's pretty much par for the course. Um, but there's there's so many games that are three plus hours uh, in Dreams, and uh, all for one one low price of twenty dollars to buy Dreams. Really, one of the best reasons. <laughs> Usually, PSVR. Yeah, and it goes on sale quite a bit. Um, but was just super blown away by this, and uh, yeah, I know I yeah I'll leave it at that. I was going to make a joke somewhere else, but <clears throat> I, I missed that train. <laughs> uh, AJ. Uh, We've been saying that we're sort of waiting for the floodgates to open for PlayStation VR 2 announcements. Uh, I've, been, I've been sort of saying that anybody who's you know in cahoots with Sony and is going to be on Sony's stage during the big reveal, when they finally pull the curtain back and show what the headset actually looks like and show a bunch of launch titles and upcoming games by different third-party studios and first-party studios, uh, all those people are being quiet about their games. Uh, but, but people who are not really affiliated with Sony and want to bring their games over to PSVR 2, those people are starting to talk. And uh, the floodgates are slowly starting to open. Uh, we've heard from a couple developers this week who said they're bringing their game to PSVR 2. Uh, who's our first one? Yeah, I was going to actually, about the Jurassic Park thing, I was going to make a joke saying that, uh, you know, last uh, You missed last it. Week. We've moved on. We're our, listen, <laughs> sci-fi game cat Henry has to put the time stamps in a very specific place. Does he put it before this or after this? Nobody all right, knows. All right. All right. <laughs> no, so no. no. Tell articles. your joke. Tell your joke or people will get mad at me uh, in the comments. I, I will tell, uh, tell your it's joke. It's not a joke anymore. All right. <laughs> I was just going to say that last Friday or something, I talked about how I'm always uh, stalking Sammy Barker, um, you know, who's a, who's a writer over there at, at Push Square. Well, I published my video uh, of the Jurassic Park thing this morning, and like 20 minutes later, they post an article about it. And so I was like, oh, maybe they're stalking me now. And that's all I was going to say. Nice. There's nothing, nothing special there. But anyways, this comes from... Sammy Barker over at Push Square and says, Uber accurate ping pong uh, simulation 11 table tennis is planned for PlayStation 5's next gen virtual reality headset PSVR 2, according to a developer on the game's official subreddit. When asked by a fan if a port was in the pipeline, the spokesperson said PS Move controller tracking is the only thing that prevented us uh, prevented this from a PSVR release. Um, obviously, the new PSVR Sense controllers, PSVR 2 Sense controllers, will be a lot more accurate, and this will also uh, and will also bundle in features like haptic feedback, which should feel great in a table tennis title. Um, so, how do you feel, Brian, about this guy, uh, this developer, saying the PS Move controllers tracking is the only thing that prevented them? from having a PSVR release. I mean, we're all thinking the same thing right now, right? <laughs> this, no, no one out Bullshit. there is... Bullshit! No, no right? <laughs> Every, everyone's thinking, well, Racket Fury was fucking perfect. Everything yeah, from yeah. The, the vibration in the controller to the tracking was spot on. Um, it, it's it's table tennis. Like, this is they've been doing table tennis games since with the Move controllers way before VR. This was part of Sports Champions. This was a launch title for the PlayStation Moves back on the PlayStation 3. And guess what? Even that tracked perfectly, right? So I, I, I have no idea what this guy is talking about. It sounds like a lot of fucking nonsense. 
I mean, it, it, we but racket yeah. theory, and it's perfect. Yeah, if you guys want a uh, if you want a table tennis experience, Racket Fury is fucking awesome. Uh, it has the per- it's got perfect tracking, it's got perfect physics, perfect gameplay. You get to play uh, on like pl- like out in space against robots. It has a single player, it has multiplayer, it also has like a just a regular style you know gym, a boring little uh, normal simulation kind of level. Um, but Racket Fury is an incredible game, and uh, you know, can't say can't say I buy the whole PS blaming the PS Move controllers. But you know, I mean, I think we'll so. We we hear a lot of like hyperbole about people complaining about light tracking on PSVR one, saying, "Oh, it's trash. It's this. It's that. Whatever." Right? And a lot of people have never even tried it. They're just like, "Oh, how could it be good?" And then once people try it, they're like, "Oh, this is surprisingly good. Like, it actually works." Um, and I feel like developers are in this exact same boat. They're like, you know, they're like, oh, should we bring this over to PSVR? And somebody's like, oh, no, the tracking over there sucks. They're like, yep, tracking over there sucks. Check that box in their brain, never to be checked, you know, for themselves. And I feel like Eleven is is a perfect example of that. There's no way they they started they started to uh, they announced that this game was coming to PlayStation VR like three four years ago. And then I never saw anything about it. Never any footage. Never never any updates from them. So I don't. I, I'm guessing they just decided to ditch the project before they even started it. It's probably too difficult for them. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You're a good developer. You're a good. You're a good developer. We don't hold it against you. No, we don't. It's okay. You're a good boy. Um, we got Isaiah Cox in the chat with the two dollar tip. Says hope they port PSVR games to PSVR two. I got a backlog. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people have PSVR one backlogs. Um, that is, dude. That yeah, is we, like, we've we've talked about that a bunch, and we firmly believe there will be a lot of uh, remasters and whatnot for uh, PlayStation VR two. Remasters, so, patches, upgrades, maybe some will work right out of the box. We don't know, but that is, dude. I've seen a lot of people commenting. I put out a poll on YouTube asking who's buying Wanderer and who's buying Zenith on day one, and a, a surprising number of comments are in response to that. We're saying. I'm not buying any other PSVR one games until I know that I can play them on my PSVR two. And I'm like, you know what? That's not that's not a crazy uh, thought to have. That's pretty fucking accurate, man. You don't want to be buying games right now for something that you're going to be shelving in six months and and not have access to anymore unless you like hook it all up again. I totally understand that that train of thought. Infern, if if Wander is amazing and it's an eight hour experience, then hell yeah. Like, I mean, I understand the the sentiment of you know, wanting to hold off and, and get play a potentially better version. Yeah. Um, I'm not that patient, though, man. When I have access to the game, if the game's fucking great right now, I want to play that game right now. You know, I've played the entirety of almost the entirety of the PlayStation VR 1 library. And, like, so I'm ready for, like, new things. Yeah. Like, I don't want to actually, like, I'm ready for games designed for, for PlayStation VR 2. Um, not not games designed based off the the old tech. So, um, but I understand. I understand. I'm not an idiot. I understand how important uh, those that like you know as many games getting remasters and whatnot uh, it would be for the next gen console yeah. Uh, headset. <clears throat> yeah, I know. There's a lot of. Uh, I, I think I think it's just one of those things where it's like. You know, you're gonna you're gonna want to play it again to see if it's how how much better it looks on PSVR two. You want to play it with a patch, want to play with an upgrade. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't know. I, some people are some people are kind of a one and done sort of thing. They're like, I played the game, I've got great memories of it, I'm done, and I don't care if I ever play it again. 
Uh, and, and I think, you know, if that's the case, then you're probably best off buying the physical version from Perp and then, uh, and then selling it, getting most of your money back and, uh, and then moving on. Uh, other, otherwise, uh, I've, I've moved on to mostly digital. And so I'd really like those digital games to have a purpose, uh, you know, once I'm done playing them. Uh, anyways, but, uh, but 11 isn't the only, uh, only game that we've seen uh, being talked about for PSVR 2, is it? That is correct. This also comes from Push Square. Um, they say Smash Social Golf Sim Golf Plus is planning a PSVR 2 port. The title, already available on MetaQuest 2, where it's a mainstay at the top of the software charts, is an award-winning virtual reality golf game with a huge community focus. In addition to hitting the links with lifelike gameplay, you could also team up with friends and strangers in clubhouses, making this a distinctly social take on the popular sport. Uh, Golf Plus has evolved a lot since it first launched and now has full 18-hole courses available in addition to practice ranges and even licensed gear. Uh, they said we contacted the developer to find out if it was considering bringing the sim to PlayStation 5's virtual reality headset. And while it stopped short of sharing any specific information, a, a, spokes a spokesperson <laughs> told us that the company does plan on porting to PSVR 2. <laughs> Yeah, it's easy to kind of look at this and, and, and giggle a little bit and be like, okay, like this is very, very basic, right? But <clears throat> but I will say that, you know, if you look at screenshots or tra the trailers of Walkabout Mini Golf uh, from uh, Mighty Coconut on Quest, it does not look very impressive. And then when you're in the game, you kind of take it all in and see it at once. And uh, it's, you know, some of, the, some of these kind of more basic looking things have, you know, a reason to exist. And uh, in Golf Plus, you know, if... If clap hands and Sony don't get their you know their act together and get everybody's golf VR two out, well then they could have some stiff competition on their hands if they get the social aspect down, they get the multiplayer, they get everything they need, plenty of courses. It'd be interesting to see if uh, if everybody's golf two comes along and uh, and, pre and prevents this from being something that people are excited about. Yeah, I will be really oh. excited about this. I love the I love the look of the game and everything, but I would I do hope to God that they touch it up some, like you know take advantage of the PlayStation 5 hardware because when it comes to PSVR 2 I'm not going to be very happy about playing Quest 2 ports you know like those look great for the Quest but you know I want uh something that can use the PS5 hardware so um there's going to be a lot of games like this but the the concept of the game the overall sounding the exp what the experience sounds like of this game I'm totally down with and I totally agree with you as well uh, if if there isn't like an everybody's golf or anything that's like huge, um, then this game is going to have uh, some uh, a pretty big advantage. But but of course we're we're all kind of hoping for uh, another a sequel to Everybody's Golf that actually has like you know maybe more courses and then of course multiplayer. Like uh, that's that's a huge part of it. Is the we're, we're seeing a lot of VR games start to integrate a social experience to them. Okay. And I think that's really important. Um, I, I think it is really important because, quite frankly, most people that play VR are fucking cool. And they're fun to hang out with. And a lot of people that didn't play VR before love playing with their people in VR because it's just such a different uh, player base that's a little bit more mature and, and easy to get along with. And uh, you find out that you share a lot of common interests. Yeah, you know. When PlayStation VR first launched, and this is this is actually coming from Gabriel Double Four, 
uh, his comment in the chat, he says, definitely going to be more selective for this upcoming generation. You know, when we all first bought PlayStation VR 1, and I think a lot of people who just got into VR with their quests, but you buy everything. You're just like, I, I just need to see whatever VR has to offer. I, I need to see every game that I get my hands on because it's so exciting and this is new and a new way to experience games. And so the attach rate for PSVR 1 was like through the roof, like 17 plus yep. games. Uh, it was insane. Uh, and, and now that, you know, there's going to be bigger titles, uh, more titles to select from, uh, more variety of titles in more genres, it's 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 definitely going to be that thing where you're like, well, which golf game am I going to play? You know, is EA going to bring, somebody else mentioned uh, that PGA got delayed, uh, EA's PGA Tour got delayed. And so it's like, well, are they going to be bringing a, uh, a hybrid mode to that where you can actually use your... Uh, use the orbs and actually swing the ball and, and play multiplayer and hang out and do the whole thing. Uh, that would that would crush it right there, right? The PGA Tour games are awesome. I've, I've played, I mean, hundreds of hours of Tiger Woods, the Masters with my dad on PS3. And so, so much fun. Uh, and if we could do that in VR together, fuck it, man. It's, it's going to put all these other games to shame. That would be really cool. I'm. I like the. I like uh, everybody's golf and and Mario golf. I've always liked those. Um, Absolutely. So, uh, because they have like a little fun video gamey twist to them, which I really like. Yeah. Oh, but, dude, but the sim is my favorite, and Mario golf is very close second. But sim stuff, like simulation stuff in VR, is really fun too. Like it, you really get into it, and even everybody's golf VR with its limitations was like so good in so many ways. AJ, can uh, I got I got to check one thing out here. Do you mind reading uh, that that last tip? Uh, yeah, I got this. It is Walid Saeed Faridi with the Canadian five dollar donation. Says, "Hi guys, hi Walid. Uh, I am seeing too many media outlets speculating PSVR two will uh, release in twenty twenty three. I feel that will be too late and a missed opportunity by Sony." <clears throat> yeah, I agree. I mean, not missed opportunity. I think I think people waiting for the next gen of VR for a real big upgrade, something mind blowing, the big leap forward that we've all been waiting for for six years. I think it, people are still going to buy it, right? And and they know that like you know that the ten million people who are playing VR games right now, you know, there's a hundred million other people that they can market this to next year, right? So it's not the end of the world if they don't get it out. But for it, we've just been waiting too long. Like they announced PSVR two a year ago. And then here we are at CES 2022, and they showed us the logo and finally announced the game. You know, it's like it's it, this has never happened in the history of anything where they announce a console or announce a peripheral, and then it takes two plus years to get it out. Right? That's just that's just not really how that works. Um, I know we're in a, a different situation right now with the pandemic and everything else, but I still think I, there's no way there's no way it's going to be passed that it won't come out this year. I, wow. You, I actually agree with the VR grid who says basically what I was about to say. PSVR is not releasing in 2023 unless something insane happens halting productions. <laughs> and yes, I totally agree. I mean, there's a lot of developers that have been given dev kits earlier last year, mm -hmm. last year. Um, and uh, well, I mean, I guess technically it was about a year ago. So <laughs> uh, I don't want to make that. I don't want to like lie or uh, whatever. Um, but but it was earlier or last year. And um yeah, I mean, developers have there, – there's so many reasons why I believe Sony will release the PSVR 2 this year. You know, a lot of people say, oh, supply chain issue. Yes, that's still a thing, but at some point, the, at some point you have to still – 
go like are they going to shut down are, are they going to shut down selling ps5s because there's a supply chain issue no, no you continue to sell them you get it out the door when it's ready when the product is ready you get it out the door when possible and and <laughs> or, on or the in other, playstation and, 5's case maybe a little before it's ready you know <laughs> maybe a little bit before. whatever no big deal um yeah, well, I think yeah. I mean, they. This is the thing. The, you know why PlayStation Five still released in November of 2020 uh, is because they had all this stuff is done prior. Like this didn't. This wasn't a decision uh, just like a month before the PlayStation came out. Uh, all this stuff has so much red tape to go through, so many processes. So all of it gets done beforehand, and then when everything is set in stone, then you see the marketing blitz that goes behind it. Sony kicking off. Uh, you know, there was a lot of people saying we weren't going to get PlayStation VR 2 this year. And then they were completely blindsided when they came out and CES sh- uh, said it's PlayStation VR 2, showed Horizon. And now those people are, like, not so sure anymore. And and I think they shouldn't be sure anymore. They they should see that, yeah, the, the marketing is going to begin to ramp up. And it would really take something drastic to happen but uh yeah. you know there's a lot of deals and stuff that go into place here and if if sony had originally planned to go out this year uh to release it this year and they change that then that that de- destroys uh relationships and opportunities with developers and so they can't back away from that so i think it absolutely is coming out this year and uh <clears throat> maybe even sooner than we think well and let me tell you that jim ryan would not be uh, on stage talking about PlayStation VR 2 during CES uh, just two weeks ago or a week ago <clears throat> if, uh, if if it wasn't coming out this year. It, it, they, they would have pushed that announcement off to yeah. middle of the year, end of the year. Like they, you, this is, they are kicking off the year by saying PlayStation VR 2. And so there's, yeah. there's no way. They, they didn't have to do that at CES. They talked about a thousand other things. right? They, they, they could have just not talked about PSVR 2 and no one would have blinked. They'd be like, oh, it's fine. It's just coming eventually, right? But the fact that they actually made a big deal about it and showed off clips of a game uh, is an indication that it is coming sooner rather than later. Uh, and, and I think that 2023 is ridiculous. I, I think, it, you know, best case scenario, we could see it mid-2022. But that's a conversation for another time. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, well, sort of. I mean, yeah, it, it, to go even more into it later for sure. But I will say when they talked about PlayStation VR 2, they talked about it as they see it as a financial opportunity. So they know that if if they know the damage that they can do if they don't get it out this year uh, on all accounts with with fans, with developers, with with their own profits. Um, so there's several, several reasons that they want to do it this year and most likely will, unless something crazy happens. But I don't see that being the case one bit. Like Brian said, with them kicking off the year saying PlayStation VR 2. I think that's very telling. Very telling. Absolutely. But AJ, when PlayStation VR 2 gets here, yeah, uh, you know, we got people like Great Tantrum in the chat who's out of his fucking mind as always. He says, now PSVR 2 is also compatible with PC. Then you might have something that will sell off the shelves. <laughs> Great tantrum. Let me ask you this. What game could appear at the PlayStation VR 2 launch to cause the PSVR 2 to sell off the shelves? As if it wasn't kind of already. Everybody's because been waiting for this. We're sick of that's crappy what VR. We're all about, man. We're all about the games, man. Right. So that brings us to the, the big discussion that we're going to have today. And that's going to be, <clears throat> that's all about uh, which, which games uh, could potentially be system sellers. Now, there's, <laughs> there's so much to unpack here. Um, because 
I, I think the first thing we sort of have to address, AJ, before we even start talking about games that could potentially sell uh, headsets, is yeah. is there any the- one game that could actually do that? I think we saw on PlayStation VR one. Um, that you know we got we got Skyrim VR and we got Borderlands 2 VR and we got Minecraft VR, but all of those only moved the needle just a little. It wasn't like oh we just sold fucking five more units uh, because of that one specific game. Do you do you think? I mean Resident Evil almost from the get go, right? Resident Evil Seven. It's like that should have that should have put five million uh, headsets into people's hands right then. Be like oh I need to experience the scariest game like in the scariest way possible. Um, so with that in mind, and that being sort of our history with, with VR, do you think that there is a game that could be a PSVR 2 system seller? Uh, I think there are, at this moment, I think there are two games, Ryan. Not just one, but actually two that would absolutely sell the shit out of PSVR 2 headsets. And, uh, yeah, um, you know, we were we were talking a little bit earlier, Brian, about um, you know this this kind of conversation and and how we wanted to address it. And we and I was and one thing I brought up to you was that you know uh, we've seen this Horizon Zero Dawn game. Uh, I'm sorry, Horizon Call of the Mountain game, Circle of and the Circle of the Moon game, and uh, and I was talking about like you know it's kind of interesting to me that. With what we've seen so far, and it begs the question of what people are looking for. Are they looking for unique VR games or are they looking for ports of existing games? If you were to ask me as a consumer, um, you know, this is the thing. I think that Horizon game will sell a lot of headsets, a lot. Uh, I think that's a good idea. and But I don't know if it's going to sell absolutely everybody. On, on a headset. For me personally, if I didn't have a, a PSVR 2 and I saw that, I don't know how I'd feel about it at the time, but if they were to say, hey, Horizon Zero Dawn is now first person, completely playable in VR, everything is interactive, We've it takes advantage of the orbs, you get to shoot the bow, you, you get to crank VRAF. the... You you get make it VRAF. You get to crank the the bolt cast or the uh, the rope caster. You get to swing the spear. You get to climb up tall necks. That to me, whoa, this again. Uh, that to me would be. <laughs> a don't blame yourself. He deserved going, it. I, I don't know what's going on with this thing. That to me is what people are looking for. They are looking for light, like the flat screen experience converted to VR. In my opinion. So when you ask me the question of what games uh, would sell headsets, there's two that come to mind, and the and the one game that I actually think probably would sell even more headsets than Horizon call, uh, Circle of the Moon. Um, <laughs> we got to stop doing that. Uh, yeah, somebody is, out there is like these guys don't know what they're talking about. My thing, my first one, I'm going to say is Half Life Alex, hands down. I, I see so much more buzz around that game, so much more people talking about that because it is a it is a triple A uh VR title that's a full length game that is a deep uh experience when it comes to using utilizing the tech. Um it's also Half Life. Um <laughs> Ian Stanbridge said did I just drop the mic? I did just drop the mic. That was a that was a literal and figurative uh <laughs> mic drop moment. But um but yeah, man, I think uh, I think that's a, a clear example, and that was Valve saying, 
this is what VR can be. This is what people want in in terms of the scope of the game. And uh, and uh, yeah, and nobody else has really seemed to have topped it so far. Yeah, but that's one example of many. And and I do agree that Alex is very important to have at launch because you know prior to this you would have needed. Uh, a pretty hefty PC to be able to play it and the PC VR headset or quest that you've, uh, you know, that you've linked up. And, uh, <clears throat> and, and I do think that kind of to bring it to, you know, the mainstream console gamers who have been curious about it, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if, if the game came out a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, by the time it gets here, it'll still, it'll have generated that much buzz where people go, we finally get to check this out. It's like Boneworks, right? It's like, yeah. it doesn't even matter if Boneworks is a good game and about reports. It's all right. Um, it's, people are going to buy it because they, they've been so curious about it for so long and haven't had right. the tools needed to play it. And so I, I, that's why I agree with you on Alex. But also I do think that it's it's an older age group that's interested in Alex because there's a there's a younger demographic out there and I don't mean like you know the kids get like 12 13 14 I mean like you know if you're in your early, early 20s, 20s yeah you you missed the half-life boat because it took them so long to, I, mean, I don't know about that some some gamers are are really interested in gaming history and say oh you know what what came out before I was born what came out when I was too young to play games and they go back and check that shit out but a lot of gamers don't and so I think half-life is an important title to have, especially for us older gamers. But at the same time, I don't know if it's going to sell, if that's like the number one game that would sell a ton of, uh, a ton of people on a headset. What I think, and I know I'm rambling here, so I apologize. Uh, it's, it's the cold medicine. I, I've been <clears throat> all day and every day. Um, but um, I think, I think Alex is one of those titles that won't sell headsets, but if you're buying a PlayStation VR two headset, you're also going to buy Alex. It's one of those games where you're like, oh, I can play this now. Sweet. Purchase. Bro, so I think it'll, so Alex I think it'll sell, sell like crazy. So many headsets. I really <laughs> think it would. I totally disagree. I agree that a lot of people that just have the headset will buy Half-Life Alex. Yes, that's true too. But I totally think despite what anyone says, when it comes to just the numbers mm-hmm. being made behind the scenes, I think 100% Alex uh, sells a shit ton. Well, I've had said like at a huge amount mainstream level. Well, Piatrek F disagrees with you with his nine plantains and says the only PSVR two system seller would be Bugsnacks VR. <laughs> <laughs> and I agree with him. Uh, also, uh, Walid Saeed Baridi with the Canadian $10 tip says, I think the first six million will sell right away as it is us PSVR one owners grabbing it with both hands. After that, Half-Life Alex, a family sports game, a Call of Duty equivalent, a firewall sequel. Oh, could be both. Firewall sequel and Call of Duty equivalent. Uh, and then, of course, in capital letters, Spider-Man, which I think we'll be talking about momentarily. Um, so I'm going to – so I, I think – I think did you, did you start with the game that you think will sell headsets that's, the that's, most? Th- that's the – that's to me the easy answer. That's not even my number okay. one answer. Then let me start with an easy answer as well because yes. I think the easiest answer out there is the game that has sold more – copies in any other game and it's it's going it'll be about to be on its third generation of hardware that will convince people to buy it yet again and that's grand theft auto 5 somehow there's i don't understand how this game has been like the, the number one selling game for like the playstation 3 era the playstation 4 era and it will about to be on playstation 5 it's still it's still topping the charts for the playstation 4 stuff and and that's with a lot of people having already moved on to next gen hardware so it, you would think at this point everybody already owns it, 
right? But but the fact is is that it's not just one of those games that you play and then you put down. Like once you're done with the campaign, Grand Theft Online is this like perpetual world where that you can live in and, and, and team up with other people and play. And it's really delivering on so many aspects of games that we're just now getting to see in VR. Like Zenith will actually be the first time you get to jump into a world and play with a ton of other people, you know, this MMO aspect. But Grand Theft, like if you bring that into VR, well, now you've got, instead of being in this fantasy world, you've got a real world. like a modern world and you've got guns and cars and i think that speaks to gamers these days more than anything else which is why it's sold so much and you get to do that all in first person vr hop into a car with a group of friends and just take off and ride down the road and shoot people i mean like it's there's just no question in my mind that if there was going to be a game that would sell headsets that that's the one I can't. I mean, I I do agree with this one absolutely. And we'll call these first two these first two uh, ones the launch editions. Like, how many? How, well, the best chance to sell the most headsets at launch. Can, as can well. we call these two the um, low hanging fruit? <laughs> the low hanging. The low hanging. These fruit are the easy ones. It's yeah. definitely Half Life Alex Grand Theft Auto Five. I mean, look, whether you're interested in these games or not, these two games would sell ungodly amounts of headsets and ps5s um then and software sales grand theft auto as of uh uh second quarter fiscal figures on november 3rd 2021 grand theft auto 5 155 million copies that's so many (laughs) um yeah yeah, these are easy cash cows just waiting uh, waiting to happen. Um, and I think both of these are going to happen too. Uh, I, I think both of these are a very strong possibility. Absolutely now, no brainers. I think Sony, Sony's been in cahoots with Rockstar for quite a while now. It seems like they're, they're always making announcements for the PlayStation version of Grand Theft first. And, and we know that we're getting, um, you know, we're getting some exclusive stuff going on uh, as soon as Grand Theft launches on PlayStation five. So there are deals in the works, uh, and it sounds like there might be some deals in the works with Valve as well. So, I, I, I but here's say the thing, Brian. These are as close to 100% as you can get. But here's the thing, Brian. Yes. Launch is not the only time you want to sell headsets. You have put five to seven years. I mean, we're on the sixth year of PSVR right now, <laughs> um, and that's with that tech. Imagine how how many how much stronger the legs are going to be with yeah. PSVR two, um, and uh, so you need something after launch so to me and i think that this is overall it's hard to argue with grand theft auto 5 though so maybe maybe that one is in contention with this but i think to me personally overall the number one game you can make within the next couple years Mm -hmm. um that will sell the most amount of headsets is a triple a spider-man vr game and i don't just mean this is the thing though I don't mean a small side experience, a free experience. I mean a deep. You take you take a game as deep as the original, the uh, the two Spider-Man games, Spider-Man and Spider-Man Miles Morales. PlayStation Two. Oh damn. Um, <laughs> no. Well, I mean, hey, that was a uh, was that a that was a good one too, right? That's, it's been a while. I get them confused. I know Spider-Man uh, PS One. There were a lot of good but, ones. Yeah, the um, NeverSoft ones on uh, on PlayStation One were great, and then 
It was yeah. like just Activision that made the PS2 ones? I forget. But I think if you make a full-length... I don't even want this to be a launch, like, unless it's a full-length game. If you... If any of these come out, if this comes out and it's not a big game, it's it's not going to have the same impact. It's going to take a wind out of a lot of the sales here. But if you have a, let's say, 50, like 10 to 20-hour AAA Spider-Man game that's like open world, has that insomniac polish, has has like, you know, the lighting, the reflections, has the, the boss fights, the story, all this stuff utilizes the adaptive triggers with the gameplay and has like amazing gameplay and everything. You have a legit AAA full-length Spider-Man VR game. I think that is, to me, in my opinion, besides maybe Grand Theft Auto, the number one system seller game uh, for PlayStation VR 2. Yeah, I mean, I think Grand Theft gets you partway there, right? You, you get you get into a world and it's and it's super immersive, and you get to shoot and drive and do all that cool stuff. But but Spider Man gets you a little bit further with things that you've always wanted to do, superhero style, right? You want to jump off of tall buildings. You want to you want to swing with your you know with your webs. You want to um, you want to use your Spidey sense. Like it's all these things that it's like you yeah. could you could just hop in a car with your friends IRL and just shoot people as you drive down the street. Like that's a thing you could do. <laughs> but not I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying it's it's a thing that happens in real life. But but if you really want to go deep and try something that you can never you could never do in real life. I'm not, this this sounds bad. It makes it sound like I'm saying you could just go shoot people and everything would be fine. <laughs> but, but, but you shouldn't shoot people. Everything will not be fine. Reserve that for VR games. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pull over I'm gonna pull this car over right now, bro. I'm I'm not kidding, man. I'm on a lot of Theraflu. I'm blaming the drugs, okay? <laughs> I'm just I'm just honestly happy to be here right now because I was like barely off the couch an hour ago. Um but dude I- it's, so yeah, so I think I think you get that like that windlands element where you get to like really experience something that's like visceral in VR. You get to look down like I'm scared of heights, and sometimes I'm in windlands too, and I look down and it's a cartoony game, right? It's a cartoony game, and I forget that I'm in VR. Not forget, but you know, it's like I just I look down and go woof, like in, in my my stomach drops, and I just go whoa, I'm really high up right now, you know, and and to see that with. Uh, with the capabilities of the PlayStation 5 and PSVR 2 and, and in a realistic city. Yeah, I, I think that would be super intense. Dude, yeah, like a stunning city and whatnot. Oh, my God. And then, like, have, like, the action, the uh, the cutscenes, so many things here. You got cold yogurt with the $10 donation. What up, my dude? Good Wham. to see you. It says, my OMG moment came recently when web-swinging far-from-home VR. I tried the spidey hand gestures on the Knuckles uh, controller, and it works. Dream came true. That's what I'm talking about, man. I mean, <clears throat> you know why I say Spider-Man? Because Spider-Man is so much bigger than video games right now, especially oh, yeah. right now. Yep. Um, with the between the movies, the the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, just the culture, the way that it's changing, like our culture, um, or, or the impact it's had on our culture. Like Spider-Man is just <clears throat> huge, and that's why I think you know people that don't know about video games don't know about that. PSVR 2 Spider-Man like game full-length game would reach those people as well. And if you want to put the cherry on top, throw in multiplayer with it. Let you play, let you swing around with Miles Morales and and Peter Parker um, and all the other rest of the characters. Yeah, uh, yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. Uh, now we are running a little bit long, and so I kind of want to take this into uh, kind of like it, this this conversation to its final stage. Um, yep. and say that 
you know, I think these games are super duper important. And I think that, you know, Grand Theft would do wonders for sales. I think that uh, Half-Life will do wonders for sales. It, it makes, you know, all these games give people more of an incentive to take the plunge and say, this is something I'm interested in. Um, but but I'm, I, I think I've got to be on record here and say that I don't think there's a single game that could do it. I don't think there's a single game out there that make everyone just jump into VR and say, this is what I've been waiting for, right? What I think is going to work more than anything, uh, one of the games on my list was Uncharted, another one was Call of Duty, and I think the deal is is that big developers, Sony included, first party and third party, have to start taking risks with their big IPs. They have to, everybody has to start going, here's your Splinter Cell in VR, here's your Assassin's Creed in VR, here's your Uncharted in VR, here's your everything, and some of those are going to be unique to VR, that they're going to be these games just like Call of the Mountain, that's correct. Wow, I didn't mess it up. Where like where it, you can only play it in VR. This is not a hybrid game. It, and some of those will be hybrid games that, that that as Sony's mandating will be will feel like they're built from the ground up for VR. And so I think it's, it's going to take this collaborative effort for people to say for God of War fans to get their God of War in VR, for Uncharted fans to get their Uncharted game in VR, and and eventually all of those things together are the system sellers. Right, this last this last gen has been really rocky when it came to IPs that you were familiar with. Like I loved Immortal Legacy, I loved Blood and Truth, but but no one knows what those games are unless you've got a VR headset. And and, and without and without owning a VR headset already, you're not going to take the twenty dollar plunge and and see if those games are you know something that you're going to really love and talk about with your friends. And so, you know, you need to say, hey, this is these big titles, these big IPs, these things that we're familiar with. Everybody needs to get on board and start making VR games out of them, and that's the only way uh, everyone is going to be like this mass market adoption. Well, if you're not going to be uh, a big AAA IP, and you know, and this is something I hope to see as well, which is, you know, we talk about the hybrids. Like, I do hope to see some a lo- lots of hybrids. That way, you know, it's maybe it doesn't have to be exclusive to VR, but an enhanced experience or altered experience with VR. Um, but I think what I, my point is that I, I I think what Sony needs to be careful about doing this gen is not taking a popular IP and then making an inferior VR experience. Mm-hmm. Like it has to be up to par with the flat screen game. That's what I was saying. For me personally, when it comes to uh, a next like a Horizon VR game, I would have liked just Horizon and VR, Horizon Zero Dawn and VR, Horizon Forbidden West yeah. and VR. People are. That's going to get people excited, telling them you're going to give them a full open world, uh, a 30 hour story, you know, like oh, this stuff. This is, but obviously that's expensive, which is why I believe in the hybrid theory. Um, it, because you can, you know, at least until VR continues to grow, that's why I really feel like that is a winning game plan, uh, in the meantime. Now, the other game I was going to mention was, uh, going to be Red Dead Redemption 2 because, that is a game that uh, I feel like is just perfect, a great fit for VR. But let me ask you something, Brian. Mm. If you could have just make up, let's let's go, let's just make one up real quick. If you could have any dream game, and I want to hear your yours in the chat as well. One game, one dream game. It could be anything, anything at all. What dream VR game would you like to see? I mean. I guess my dream VR game would have to be something that's not realistic right now, um, yep. like not 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 feasible for a developer to put a lot of time and effort into, and that would be like a, a built from the ground up 
unique to VR. You're going to say the exact same. Resident oh. Evil game. Um, okay. That, you know, that that's as scary as Resident Evil 7, that you, that you just can't play anywhere else. That really takes, you know, zombies would be nice. Go back to go back to their roots and uh, and do something very Resident Evil 1. Uh, pick up the pin and move it. Like, just like, let's start with diff- brand new characters. You know, having Ethan as a fresh start was really nice. Um, and like to not get bogged down in all the crazy Resident Evil lore. Um, I w- just something that was like really doubled down on being scary uh, and, and really taking advantage of VR, obviously with hands and the controllers and everything else, haptics in the yeah. headset. Um, just, you know, just to be at this, this sc- I want to be able to say, I, I just played the scariest thing I've ever played. Uh, and it's only on PlayStation VR too. Uh, and I think Capcom's capable of that. Oh yeah. Well, appreciate it. We wanted to end this on a fun note. Uh, I see lots of great suggestions in the chat, starting with boycott Activision saying G police, uh, grim rock fell out for, uh, Dan Kiefer wants the forest. Uh, VR great has a good one. Elder Scrolls six. Um, I, I love all these final fantasy seven, my man, neon group, grand tourism, seven manhunt, uh, et cetera. My dream VR game, just to, to cap this off before we get to our final segment of the show would be silent Hills in VR. Built for yeah, the they, ground up, Hideo Kojima. And I think that would also be, that was going to be one of my ultimate system sellers, uh, like an ex, a VR exclusive uh, Silent Hills yeah. uh, game that was made by Hideo Kojima and Konami. I don't think that's ever going to happen um, just because it's Konami and what they've done. Uh, awful, awful things. Uh, I'll still hold out a little bit of hope in the back of my mind. But to me, Dream Game, Silent Hill all day. Um, and you, I'm sorry. Did you read Looper's tip when you said that? Looper's uh, game cat two years. Oh says, no, How about I didn't. Kojima <laughs> Silent Hills as a PSVR two seller. Um, great minds, Looper. Now, great, great minds. Great minds. However, the silent the Silent Hill dirty little secret is that Silent Hill doesn't sell very well. Like even on flat screen to to you know tens of millions of potential customers or a hundred million potential customers, it doesn't sell all that well. So as a system I think seller, Silent Hills. I think Silent Hills was was getting primed and ready to. To, to change all that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We got Waleed Saeed Faridi with the Canadian $2 tip. Says, a deep stealth game, Metal Gear Solid with Last of Us mechanics. Agreed. Kill a Cell 777 forever with the $3 tip. Gives us a hammo in camouflage. Uh, Alberto Mapam, the game Gato with the mix, Mexican 50, 50 Mexican pesos. I'll get that one day. Uh, as a Kingdom Hearts fan, seeing free VR experience in that game inside... That game is called Verum Rex VR. VR, Verum Rex. Do you think they'll make a VR Kingdom Hearts game? No. Unfortunately, that game like really succeeds because it's a it's a third party, a third third person game. Uh, and I don't think there's much it could do in VR. Uh, but I, I'd be happy to be proven wrong. I would but, love to, I would love to see Square Enix bring a Final Fantasy to VR though. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Rob with the five dollar tip says, "I send love and feel better magic to all the game cats who are not feeling well." I think there's a lot of us right now, uh, it, Josh especially. But uh, and I feel bad for even complaining about like my cold or whatever it is because it's like other people have <laughs> bigger things to complain about. Um, we got Aceville VR with the two dollar tip says, uh, <laughs> "Tuper isn't super with a two hot, <laughs> Tuper hot, um, very Tuper. nice." Exactly. Love it. <clears throat> AJ. But yeah, man, so so our big three or our big four, I think we said were that would sell the most headsets was um Grand Theft Auto Five, Half Life Alex, and um a Spider Man VR game. Didn't you you had one more though, right? Didn't you? Uh, it would be so, a big so, system seller. Yeah, my third one on my list was Uncharted. Um but but that Uncharted. But that really again kind of plays into what I was saying is like that 
one Uncharted VR game isn't going to cut it. One Horizon VR game isn't going to cut it, right? It's like <laughs> we need all of these IPs in VR. Yeah, um, yeah, that's I, the big answer is uh, just lots of those. Before the show, I know. also said Fortnite because I was like, dude, Fortnite would sell headsets you, like I crazy. I was ready to argue. I was ready to argue with you about that. The, the I don't con- think it would. The conversation was going on way too long, way too long, and uh, and we could yeah. have had a 30 minute talk about whether uh, maybe whether, whether maybe we'll would sell. maybe we'll. Maybe we'll dedicate another show to <laughs> whether show. Fortnite or something. I say no. I say no. Oh, I say yes. I think I think the audience is just too large for it not to make some kind of uh, meaningful impact. Mark Pringlesleaf with the two quid says, Witcher 3, for me, in VR. It's a good choice, man. I've never actually played Witcher 3 because... Yeah, I would have loved if if uh, Cyberpunk 2077 didn't uh, yep. shit would... the bed. Then I was expecting that to be a VR launch title, to be honest. Yep, Absolutely. Um, no, I'm not sure I, I even want it. Somebody else will do something better. That's why I said Red Dead Redemption 2 instead. I mean, if they can get it working properly, I would totally play that game in VR because I wanted to play it. Uh, and uh, and I ended up just doing the refund thing to test if I could get a refund. And I did. So, <laughs> AJ, are you ready to play PSVR 20 questions to round up the show? I am ready to do this, my friend. All right. I think I am the, uh, I think I am the host this time around. Should Iron Man. All you are uh, genetic blasphemy. The reverse engineer game cap. The five dollar tip says, "I think all you are's history was right by saying that if Sony solves motion sickness, that will be the system seller." There's a lot of cats out there that, that suffer from motion sickness. Some of them push forward with it, even just because they just want to play the game, uh, and that's that's miserable, man. I feel so bad for anyone who suffers mm. from motion sickness. Because bad robo, it, my dude. Shit, bad robo has a better. Bad Robo has better uh, answer for myself than I did. And he says, Bloodborne 2 VR. Let's go, Bad Robo. Yeah, okay. Upload VR did a mm-hmm. uh, did an art, uh, a, a kind of a, I hate to say it because I like some people at Upload, but they had a poor showing of games that they, their wish list games of uh, VR games. And, and I was giving them shit. I was like, where's Bloodborne? Where's Bloodborne VR? So now now I've, I've got caught being doing the same thing. I mean, you know, wish lists are one thing. I think I think wish lists like you know, Demon yeah, Souls yeah. Or, or Dark Souls or Bloodborne. Right. It's more of a wish list right. thing. I don't know if it's a system seller. But nah, Bloodborne's more. It's like really the hardcore, hardcore like that love difficult game, love challenging games, and that's a small fraction of the gaming audience out there. You know, it might have that's sold true. well, but not not system seller well. I don't know. You'll maybe have right. a more passionate. You'll have a more hardcore gamer, passionate fan base around it, but maybe not. Again, we're talking money here. AJ, I'm putting six minutes up on the clock. You get 20 questions to guess what PlayStation VR game, yes or no questions, to guess what PlayStation VR game I'm thinking of. Uh, I have no idea which game it is because I th- came up with it fucking an hour ago. Uh, oh, here it is. Okay, cool. Um, are you ready? Yeah. Everybody, help them out in the chat. Here we go. Six minutes. Boom. Go for it. Does it have move support? Yes. Does it have DualShock 4 support? No. Did it come out within the last two years? Yes. I should got. I should have this then. Uh, is it a shooter? No. So there's no shooting in it. That's not the question you asked. Try. We could try to get two questions for one. I, there's you said it's I said is it a shooter you said no mm-hmm. so it's a it, it has shooting but it's not a shooter I didn't say that 
I'm just not okay. answering two questions. <laughs> Damn it, I tried. I tried. Unless you want to, unless you want to count that. I try to I try to freebie. Um, is it? Uh, let's see here. Let me see what the cats are saying here. Is it sci-fi? No, that's five. Okay. Is it a puzzle game? Um, puzzle elements, but I think if you go down that route, you'll be in trouble. Okay. Is it a horror game? No. Does it have multiplayer? No. Is it a rhythm game? Uh, No. Okay. Um... Do you have hands? Yes, that's 10. I don't know how that helps us, guys, but you <laughs> wanted to ask it, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ian Stanford says, trust me, it is baby hands. Do I like this game? It's so funny. I was just thinking, I was almost fixed baby hands. Um, do you like this game? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Um, let's see, it's got move support, so it can't be Hitman. Uh, not, it's not Baby Hands. He just admitted that. Did I? Um, or did are there, is there, is there melee, is there sword fighting? No. Guys, within the last two years. Quit naming games for 2016. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me. <laughs> two years, guys. Last two years. Does it have Dargons in it? No. Hmm. I should. I maybe should have just put my own questions here. Uh, uh, come on, cats. Give me something good. If if we mess this up, I'm blaming you. <laughs> uh, does it have full locomotion? I like this one. Yes. Okay, so last year, full locomotion. We're running out of questions, though. So we have to be very, very careful here. It can't be Tarzan VR because I hated that game. Um, But you reference it all the time. Wait, do you not like Tarzan? (laughs) No, I don't. Don't mind me. Let's be over here. So I like this game. Yeah. He said there's no sword fighting. So no swords. It's not futuristic. It's within the last two years. Are there zombies in this game? No, and that's 15. Shit. I burned a lot of questions, guys. Um, How much time do I have left? Uh, Two minutes. Okay. We're okay on time-ish. All right. Uh, Are you... Oh, man. Okay. Are there vehicles in this game? No. Hmm. It's not a shooter. Is it in the top 25? Has it ever been in any of our top 25s, including our favorites list? I don't believe so, no. Hmm. And yeah, I asked if there was multiplayer, right? And you said no. Did you ask if there was multiplayer? Yeah. I don't believe it. I don't, I don't remember you saying that, but there's no multiplayer. <laughs> I thought I did. Um, 
We all know you're a cheater. Right, there's, so okay. there, there's no multiplayer. <laughs> Getting a few extra questions in there with the last minute. It's not a shooter. Um, there's no multiplayer. It can't be Winlands. Uh, have the devs? That's right. You listen no, to Tiff. You listen. Have to the devs it. made other games, other PSVR games? Yes. Ooh. Okay. What? <sighs> Shit. Eighteen. You got one more question, and then a guess. You only have 45 seconds left. Is this game made by Trebuchet? This game is made by Trebuchet. Oh, shit. Uh, is it Wins and Leaves? You picked the wrong one! No! I'm just kidding. It's really Wins and Leaves. Ah, you got it! Yes! <laughs> Rody the Game Cat. It was actually Woo, Mick Coles. Let's... Mick Coles was the first one who said it like oh, okay, two minutes okay. ago. But I saw I saw Rody. Those were the only two that I saw uh, who got that, it. And that big that big blue wrench came in handy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Winds and Leaves. Uh, I believe that was a 2021 game by Trey Boucher, who also made Prison Boss VR, which uh, which doesn't have full locomotion, so that immediately uh, disqualified Ooh. it. But um, but yeah, you like this more than I did. Even uh, I thought this was fine. You thought it was good. I think it's a really really good game. Actually, yeah. Good. I, I was a little concerned about that because I was like, we talked about it quite a bit, and I'm, I remembered you saying that you liked it. Um, oh yeah, I think it's a really good. It's it's VRAF, man. I, I wish the climbing was better, but <laughs> the climbing bothers me. Um, and, and there's a few things I would change about it, but yeah, it's it's a cool game, and I and I think it. I like what they did with it. Um, I don't know. Let's. Yeah. I'm, Thank I'm just you, happy. also Tiff. Did 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 uh did did Tiff guess it, or did she just have, we do in the right direction? She, she got me in the right direction by saying, is it made by someone, another person? Nice. Um, so that definitely helped. Well, let me tell you this. As JC, the inimitable, inimitable, dual-wielding-ass kicking game cat says, another Monday successfully completed. Thanks for the show, guys. Thank you for being here, everybody. Uh, thank you to everybody who helps this channel run. Jay Meow, uh, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, this guy over here. Make sure you subscribe to AJ at PSVR Underground. All the cats out there who donated during the stream, who subs, who uh, support us on patreon.com slash without pearl games. Don't forget, we're trying to get AJ hired, so support us over there. And, of course, everyone who watched the show sat back, didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there, and we love you just as much. AJ, I'm so ready for this Monday to continue not sucking a little bit less. Let's cue the cat. Cue the cat, Brian, because I want to say have a great night. We'll see you Wednesday to Stingray X later, man. The VR grid says wins and leaves is great. Yeah, but nobody can trust you, Ryan, because you gave Russian Blood a six. Uh, GC Pepsi Cat <laughs> coming in clutch. Uh, thank you so much for helping me. Like anytime uh, we can throw shade at the VR grid. I <laughs> love you, Brian. Love you, babe. Uh, Bob Sarkoff, the underground game, Cat Elite Name Squad in the house. All you are is history. Says, remember, y'all, be excellent to each other. Mark Pringles Leaf. Uh, he asked me something earlier that I almost answered. Oh, he asked me, what's the worst game I've ever played? Um, uh, uh, Wait, ever played? Dog, yeah, or- like VR, PSVR oh, okay. game. Yeah. He asked me, I think it's like either Good Dog, Bad Dog, or Rage Room. Um,. I think those two really pissed me off quite a bit, and it is hard to piss me off. What was the What was the uh, re- Reborn of Samurai reborn Awakens? Reborn Samurai Awakens. That yeah, might, that that might be mine. Because it was also like yeah. forty bucks or something. It was insane. Yeah. Uh, Paper Wings, the game cat, fly baby, fly Brax Pro, play more one shot. <laughs> Fargo Soft, good night to you, Beatrix F. Goodbye to you, my friend. Uh, time to play with you. Game Cats, Ross, Ed Rex. 
uh, <laughs> old Darth Bye-bye. Nathan J. Rody, thank you, man. Peace out to you too. All you are is history. I don't think Vrock is as bad as I mean. It's it's a shit game. Oh, it's, it's terrible. Not as bad. It's not the worst of all time. I would say. Uh, Waleed Sahib Faridi, thank you so much, man. Uh, said DWVR is the worst game he ever played. Interesting. Whoa. I mean, whoa. It's, what? It's it's bland. It's, it's kind of. It's 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 all right. It works. Larry, hey, wait, hold on. We got Larry. Choo choo choo. <laughs> <laughs> Left, right, choo. Uh, Tom Flesh Eater Gaming. Thank you so much, man. Mick Coles, keep throwing them shapes. Yeah, Keeper, have a great night. Kill Sal, baby. Seven seven seven. Give a double up for the lights. Game right Cat, have a great night. Uh, and he says, everyone get well. Agreed. Josh, if you're out there, man, we love you, dude. We're thinking about you. Get better soon. Uh, good luck with your surgery. We love you, dude. Beard of Power, 666. Ross, Christafari. Um, <laughs> AP, hello. Uh, Neon Groove, thank you. JC, the inimitable dual-wheeling-ass kicking game cat. Inimitable. Guy, son, fist bump to you. Love y'all. Have a great night. We'll see you Wednesday. Yeah.